ABF Creative. ABF Hello, my little ones. My name is Miss Jojo, and you're listening to African Folk Tales. Inside my magical jeep with me as we explore African lands where animals talk and people fly. Are you ready? Get in! Make sure your seatbelt is on. The only thing we want to let loose is your imagination. Let's set the destination for our next story. Here we go! Hang on! Today, our magic jeep travels to a distant kingdom where we'll meet a powerful king and his greedy daughter. Make sure to listen closely for the bell. The bell will ring when I say the magic word of the story. Listen all the way to the end to discover if you guessed it correctly and have fun! Long ago, there lived a king who was one of the greatest warriors the land had ever seen. On the day he defeated a mighty evil, his daughter was born to him. She was called Hadiza. But because she was born during the king's victory, the baby was given the title of Daughter of the Sword as a proud reminder. The king, like many fathers, loved his child dearly. He promised Hadiza that her 16th birthday would be celebrated with the finest treasure to celebrate her coming of age. He reminded her of this every year, and so the daughter of the sword eagerly awaited the special day. The years passed and the princess grew. When she finally reached her 16th birthday, Hadiza reminded her father of his promise to her. Little did the king know just how greedy his daughter had become. The king ordered his men to deliver 20 bags of the finest gold jewelry to her. But when they approached, the princess's expression soured. I don't see anything, she said, turning her nose up in the air. It was clear that she expected more. The men returned to the king who ordered them to deliver 40 bags of gold this time. But again, the daughter of the sword refused to look at them and said, Hmm, I see nothing. The king who thought his daughter deserved all the treasure in the world now ordered 100 bags to be delivered to the princess. But she still frowned at the sight. Pointing up at the sky, Princess Hadiza announced, Do you see how big the sun is? I expect to see piles of gold that large. The king tried his best to satisfy his daughter's demands. From near and far, he sent his men to collect more gold. Though there were thousands of bags, they were still rejected by the unsatisfied princess. At last, the king called together a great army and told his best warriors to go far beyond the kingdom to collect all the finest gold and jewels from the neighboring lands. The army went forth. After many days of hiking, they stumbled upon a valley full of caves. Inside each cave sat hordes of gold. It was an unbelievable sight, 
for in that valley lay the wealth of someone far richer than the king. As the warriors began collecting the treasure, a voice from high above thundered. Who is stealing my gold? Looking up, the king's warriors saw a huge monster. It called itself the Gold Beast. The monster's size was so big that it stretched across the hills and upon its back grew large forests. However, the brave warriors were not scared. They laughed and called out, Go away, you hairy beast! The warriors continued stashing the precious gold into their sacks before riding back to where their daughter of the sword lived. Their horses rode so fast that their hooves sounded like thunder and the dust they kicked up produced thick clouds that made the sky turn dark. At long last, Princess Hadiza was satisfied when she saw the vast treasure they had gathered for her. Finally, she exclaimed, clapping her hands gleefully. The promise of my father is fulfilled. In honor of the princess, a great feast was thrown. In their excitement, the warriors said nothing to the king about the monster that lived in the valley. Nor did they tell the ruler that they had stolen precious treasure from this ferocious being. When the celebrations were over, the daughter of the sword remained in her hut. It was now the time of harvest, and one day, when all the villagers left to work on the land, Prince Hadiza was alone. While she lay resting in the heat of noon, the ground beneath her feet shook so hard that she thought an earthquake was happening. But the princess felt no fear, for like her father, she was brave. Instead, Hadiza rose and went to see what was happening. There at the village's entrance stood the monster whose feet had trampled the fence. As Hadiza watched, two leaves blew off a tree that was growing on the monster's back and fluttered down to where she stood. To her great surprise, the magical leaves then spoke, ordering the daughter of the sword to go to a neighborhood hut and fill a jar with water. At first, the princess refused to do so. Do you think Princess Hadiza continued ignoring the leaves? If you said no, you're right. As stubborn as she was, Hadiza knew that she had to cooperate. She had no way of knowing what would happen if she didn't. When the leaves commanded her a second time, she finally went. Although her heart was filled with anger that she, a royal princess, should be forced to obey. Scowling, Princess Hadiza finally returned with a jar full of water. But the leaves were not done just yet. They ordered her to light a fire, grind some corn, and bake bread. Hadiza was not happy to hear this. After all, she was the king's daughter, and Hadiza was not used to working. Look, my nails are long, the princess complained, showing them her hands. I cannot bake with these. The leaves did not want to hear her excuses. One of them produced a pair of nail clippers out of thin air and cut Hadiza's nails. The shocked princess watched as the other leaf then picked up her grindstone and showed her how to grind the corn. So with anger in her heart, 
the daughter of the sword ground the corn and baked the bread. And when it was ready, she filled large baskets with food and poured thick milk into a jar, just as the leaves asked her to do. When all was ready, the leaves commanded Hadiza to carry the bread and milk to the gate of the village, where the monster stood waiting. But the princess scoffed. How can I carry this load of three men? She asked. This is too much. We will help you, replied the leaves. With a sudden gust of wind, they carried the milk and bread to the monster, who opened his huge jaws and swallowed everything in the twinkle of an eye. Then the magic leaves returned to the hut, and with another powerful gust of wind, gathered everything that was inside. Sleeping mats, jewelry, clothing and shoes, and took them to the monster, who devoured everything. The leaves drifted through the rest of the village, robbing the huts of all that was within them. And these things too were swallowed by the monster. Once they had done their job, the leaves floated back to the creature's back and magically reattached themselves to the trees. By now, the king and the rest of his warriors had gathered upon hearing the commotion. They assembled behind the princess, ready to defend her at all cost. However, Princess Hadiza simply waved them away, determined to handle it on her own. As terrifying as the sight was, Princess Hadiza stood her ground. She refused to let her fear show. After all, she was called the Daughter of the Sword, and her father was the greatest warrior the village had ever seen. So the princess straightened up and placed her hands on her hips. The monster laughed at her, causing the ground beneath his feet to tremble again. Why are you doing this? She called out defiantly. What have I ever done to you? You must be taught a lesson, said the beast. Your greed knows no bounds, and your father only encourages it by spoiling you rotten. So now, your people must pay for it. At first, the princess felt very angry. She opened her mouth to protest, but then spotted something out of the corner of her eye. Hadiza glanced over her shoulder and watched as her people discovered their now empty huts. Children cried at the sight of their missing toys, and their mothers and fathers wept when they realized they had no more food or clothes. Her heart dropped. Suddenly, the greedy princess Hadiza was overcome with great guilt and shame. She realized that she was responsible for her people's losses. Hadiza exchanged looks with her father before turning her attention back onto the gold beast. I suppose you are right, she replied slowly. I have been greedy, but please don't take your anger out on my people. They are innocent, and my father was only trying to make me happy. So if you must punish someone, punish me. Everyone was surprised to hear this. The king and his warriors gasped. While the great monster's eyes widened, the gold beast tilted his head and looked at the princess with great curiosity. At long last, he spoke. Very well, he said. I believe you have learned your lesson. Give me back my gold and I shall return the village's belongings. Do we have a deal? Princess Hadiza nodded. Then 
she ordered the warriors to retrieve every last bit of gold they had stolen. With that, she had the men pile everything before the monster's feet. There, announced the princess, I have kept my promise. Now it's time for you to fulfill yours. The monster flashed her a crooked smile, one so massive that it would have taken Hadiza days to count all the rows of teeth. The gold beast took a deep breath and exhaled slowly. In a magical burst of air, everything from furniture to clothing appeared before the stunned villagers. With that, the mighty creature vanished from sight, leaving behind a princess who was forever changed. From that day on, she was careful about asking for too much and grew to appreciate what she already had. The moral of this story is that we should be grateful for whatever we have. When we become too focused on material objects like clothes or toys, we are unable to focus on what really matters, like taking care of others and spending time with our loved ones. While it's nice to treat ourselves, it's important to remember that we aren't defined by the things we own. Instead, we are defined by traits like generosity, kindness, and honesty. Did you hear the bell? Did you discover the magic word of the story? If you said hoards, you are right. Hoard is spelled H-O-A-R-D. A hoard refers to a large collection of money or valuable objects that is carefully guarded. We see many examples of this in fairy tales when dragons protect their hoards of precious jewels, just as this monster protects his gold. Do you have a special treasure that you take great care of? Thanks for taking this trip with me today. I can't wait for you to travel to the next story with me. African Folktales is produced by ABF Creative. To learn more about the show, go to abfc.co slash folktales. If you loved this show, then tell someone you know. Our magical Jeep journeys are more fun when you can bring your friends along. Thanks for listening. Bye!